You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lisamato and Brent Edwards. Welcome to episode 25 of BNI, The Australian Story. My name is Veronica, coming from not-so-sunny Mornington Peninsula here in Victoria, and I'm here with our Executive Director, Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for coming along. Big shout-out to some people we've, I've spoken to during the week that are getting into podcasts and getting uh, giving us some feedback, and I told them I'd give them a shout-out today, especially Nigel Tilly from Aussie Tune and... Uh, Yes, Prophet, who we're just speaking to in a in a Zoom meeting. So, uh, thanks for your support, guys. We really appreciate it. And I don't know if you noticed, Brent, but we have five hundred followers on our BNI, the Australian Story Podcast Facebook page. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, uh, thank you for supporting us, and thank you for the feedback. We really appreciate it. We have a bit of fun doing this too. And it's great because we're hearing all of these amazing, inspiring BNI stories from members. And today is no different. We've got a 12-year member coming to talk to us today. But we've got members that are brand new, members that are really young, members that have been with us for over 25 years, members that have moved through the ranks. Really, it doesn't matter what you're looking for in BNI. There's a story here that's going to inspire you. Yeah, one of the things, and also uh, one of the things where we find people... Uh, you know, from the situation we've got, they're hearing stories from outside their chapter and from around Australia and not just from the US podcast, which is, you know, really, no offence to Ivan, but some of the things are not relevant to, to local inspiration. And that's why we started this. So uh, we're happy to get that feedback and people like it. We'll keep on doing it as long as people keep on downloading it and uh, and listening. And, of course, sharing it. It's really important if our members share it because it's... It, Really relevant information to members all over Australia nationwide. Yeah, and uh, 25 episodes, quarter of a century so far. That's pretty cool. I know. Very exciting. Even during COVID, we've kept up the good work. Uh, And also talking about nationwide networking and sharing, can we have a bit of a chat about Australia's biggest BNI meeting that's coming up on the 7th of August? That's right, 7th of August. At uh, 12.30 p.m. Eastern time, so uh, for Adelaide, that's 12 o'clock, and for uh, Western Australia, that's going to be at uh, 10.30. Um, we have an event where we're holding Australia's biggest b meeting. With the regos we've got, it already is. So that's really cool. And um, it's going to be – it's a ticketed event where all funds are going to the BNI Australia Foundation. So there's a couple of different tickets you can buy. There's a $10 entry fee. Uh, or there's a ticket for good for $50, which uh, increases your donation to the BNI Foundation. And if you don't know about the BNI Foundation, the BNI Foundation actually uh, supports uh, education activities for kids in Australia. So it is the Australian arm of that. So all the funds actually stay in Australia and help our own community, which is really cool. So uh, links are gone out. If you haven't seen it, check the BNI Australia page, our Facebook page, BNI Australia Story Podcast. Uh, if your executive director hasn't shared them out, shout them out, get them to do it and uh, get on board. There's only 500 tickets available and there's an opportunity uh, for people buying the ticket for good to go into a special breakout Ask the Founder session with our founder, Dr Ivan Meisner, 
who will also be doing a keynote. I don't know if I actually mentioned that small detail as well. So, <laughs> it's um, an important detail for me. Yeah, it I'm is an important detail. Me. And I'd like to thank uh, Terence and the team from uh, Strategic for, uh, for supporting this event yeah. and, uh, and sponsoring it. It's a fantastic way to network across the country. So normally as BNI members, we just want to do our one-to-ones and we do it within the chapter and possibly we might go out to another chapter within the region. But imagine networking in that two hours with a whole bunch of people from across the country in breakout rooms. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, and we've really seen that too. And uh, what a lot of the members won't be knowing, we've been running national support and growth director training and all of our support and growth director team have actually been doing that and connecting and building relationships from other directors around Australia. And uh, for members to get the opportunity to do that too, that's going to be fantastic. So great opportunity. Get on board. Get a ticket. We'd love to see you there. And you'll also hear the beautiful Veronica singing in between as well. <laughs> we and can she, hear she's it. She's awesome. She's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, on to business today. We've got a fantastic guest sharing his story with us. Take it away, Brent. Yeah, so we're going over to WA today, and we've got Daniel Bremer from Swatter Pest, and uh, he is a pest control person. So uh, that's maybe a category you haven't heard, uh, you haven't thought about within your uh, within your chapters. But there are pests, and pests need to be deleted, I, and I fully agree. Uh, so Daniel, welcome. Daniel's been a, a member for over eleven and a half years, nearly twelve, as Veronica said before, and. Um, Daniel, can you welcome? Can you tell us what chapter you're from? Uh, th- th- thanks for having me. Uh, I'm in the Shining Forest chapter, which uh, is in Canningvale, Western Australia. Canningvale. So that's a little bit south of Perth. And how many members do you have there? I think we're teetering, teetering around the 50 mark at the moment. Wow. Awesome size chapter too. So a lot of business goes around there. Yeah. So um, it's great to uh, have someone from a really big chapter here. And uh, and doing a great job, and I believe you guys are, uh, are just about to go back to face to face meetings again this week. Uh, yes, we're looking forward to Friday morning. We're, we're going to have still a few restrictions in place, but uh, it's going to be great to actually physically see everybody again. So we're looking forward to it. All right, so no hugs, no kissing, just uh, you know, elbow handshakes, that sort of stuff. Yeah, we've been given those rules. Yes, no kissing, <laughs> no hugs. All right, so uh, uh, Daniel. Um, We'd like to ask people how you found out about BNI and uh, and who invited you along. But your story was a little bit different. You found out about it a really long time ago, and there was a few years until you actually joined. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I, I, one of my best friends, he actually joined a chapter that we're going back like 15 years ago. And, um, and he was a bit uncertain when he actually joined. He said, I think it could be a cult. It could be a secret society. I'm not really sure. Um, but one of the requirements is I have to bring a visitor. Would you please come and be my visitor um, and just check it out and let me know what you think. And uh, I had a, a company at that time that just did termite inspections. So we were very, very limited in what we did. Um, I went along and it was it was the smallest chapter. I mean, this is 15 years ago. It was I think there was probably about less than 20 in the room. And um, yeah, it, it, it definitely didn't suit me. And uh and I was just uncertain about this whole BNI experience. Uh, and then it just so happens that a few years later, um, I was setting up my new company and the guy who did our signage, he um, also sorted out our logo and our all of our uh, letterhead and everything. And he said, uh, look, 
I'd like to invite you to a breakfast meeting. I go, it's not BNI, is it? He goes, yes, it is BNI. I'm going, no, <laughs> not BNI again. So, um, but he said, look, our chapter is different. Come and have a look. I thought the same thing. I've visited other chapters, but this one's very, very different. Come and have a look. And um, so, as kind of a favor and, and a thank you for helping us get our business set up, um, I, I went along. And the first person that I saw when I walked in the room was a was a business coach. Now, I had never really heard of a business coach or that even what, what they did. So I asked him what he did, and he said, "We help businesses." grow and make a profit and uh, I, I actually attended business school in america so i kind of patted myself on the back and said look you know i know exactly what i'm doing um i've been to business school i know i should be focusing on a b and c as i've started my new business and he looked at me and said that's actually the worst thing you could be doing right now yeah. you need to be focusing on xyz and then immediately the president said look please find your seats i sat through the first meeting the whole time going, I don't think I know what I'm doing at all. <laughs> so um, I went home from that meeting. I called my business partner, said, I think we should join this thing called BNI. He says, oh, no, no, no. So, um, yeah, we. I ended up, uh, he sent me an email an hour later saying, I think we need to close the business down or part ways. So I bought him out and joined BNI a week later and 12 years, here I am. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a great introduction and a great story. What I really love about it is the person invite, invited you said, oh, you've seen B&I before, but our group's different. Come and have a look at it because all the groups are different in there. We run the same system, but some groups actually run it better than others. And if you're, get, if you're inviting someone, you're getting a bit of kickback. Oh, yeah, I, I know what B&I is about. I've done it before. They might have been invited a long time ago when we weren't as good as we are now with all the resources. Or they might have gone to a group, which, from you know, not all our groups have a real good culture, um, you know, and they might have had a bad experience from that. So our group is different. Come along and have a look. is 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 really the um, you know is really a great way to actually put it. If you get a rejection for those people who are listening, and I like how you went to business school and uh, you spent all this time going to business school, and once you come and met with businesses in BNI. Uh, you realise that all the business school stuff was rubbish. You know, the problem with business schools. Most of the people teaching a business have never teaching a business school have never oh. been in business. Yeah, yeah, at the coalface. So <laughs> it's um, it's funny. So uh, you got involved in it, Daniel, and uh, you really struggled to find referrals at first. Um, well, I was the first um, tradesperson in our chapter. So everybody else in the chapter was accountants and financial people. And and I actually joined because I wanted to, to grow my business. Um, back then, you had a you didn't have an interview with the MC. You had an interview with the president. And it, I actually remember telling him, I know I'm not actually going to receive a referral. I want to I want to join to to learn about how to be a better business person. So um, I I I was surprised when I started getting referrals. Uh, in fact, I still hold the record in the chapter for the best sixty seconds to get an immediate referral. Wow. Um, when I stood up the first week in August and said, "Does anybody know what August month is?" and everybody just gave me a you know shrugging on the shoulders, and I said, "Well, if you don't spray your bindi." In the first couple of weeks of August, you're going to have prickles in your lawn every single day. And we had 20 people in the room grab a referral slip right then and there. So <laughs> um, I, I learned that there's certain tricks and certain things that you can do to uh, to, to achieve um, a reaction. 
and fair, um, sixty seconds. Yeah, I, I love that. What a what a great sixty seconds. And how would you feel walking out? Ooh, Twenty referrals. How good is this? Um, but you made a bit of a major blunder at first uh, in your early days. Can you tell us a little bit about that? You sort of went down the wrong track with that. Well, what what, what I I mean. My, my biggest uh, desire was to help the members in our chapter. And I wanted to try and get as many referrals as I possibly could. Um, my, my focus was definitely on giver's gain. So I wanted to give as much as I could. Um, the challenge was back then, especially, there wasn't a lot of education on how to actually ask um, or ask you know, potential people if, if you can make an introduction. Um, so I, I would actually, we, we had a, a flooring specialist join our chapter who did carpets and, and timber flooring. And I, I would walk into a client's house and I would look at the flooring and go, oh, if you ever want flooring, uh, I know a guy. <laughs> and, the, and the customer would be like, well, are you saying that, are you judging me right now? Is my flooring bad or something? And I was going, well, you know, this whole trying to get referrals for other people is, is actually affecting my business. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's something that I've just tweaked over the years. Now when I walk into a place, I go, oh, wow. I used to have a place that had the carpet just like this. But you know what I did? We, we went to several different shops, and we found, we found a guy. He came out really honest, really approachable, gave us a really good deal. Um, and, and, yeah, so and – and then I just leave it. And if they ask me, they say, oh, who, who was it? I go, boom, I've got a referral you know but if they don't if they don't ask that question then i just i move on so um it's it's getting the customer to actually ask me oh who was it and then then you know you've got you're you're in for gold so so we like to call that planting the seed or or having a, a leading question and for those who are listening too i like to think as a member of bni it's your job to train your members on what to say when they find you a referral, and whether that be through your presentations or your one-to-ones. So they know when they see that referral what to say because as a business, like if you've got one of your members, Daniel, if they need if they need uh, pest control, you know what they need to look out for if they need pest control. And like if they go in there and, you know, to, to someone's house or someone's business and they see, you know, you, you might get people looking for rat droppings or something. Yeah, <laughs> and say, hey, hey, did you? Oh, that's a, that's a bit unsightly. Uh, yeah, um, I've got someone who can probably come out and quote you to fix that. Um, just yeah. let me know. Um, yeah, so it's just you know introducing how you want to be introduced through that too. Um, now through giving, now now you've worked out your little way to do it with paying the seeds. You're getting four to five referrals per week for your members. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's um, that that's probably for the last two years now. I'm I'm, I'm averaging. I think the average is up near around the five mark at the moment uh, every week. So um, it's just having that little spiel and that little idea of hey, when I see this, how am I going to introduce that? And that takes time, but I've you know once you work that out and you've got that little planting of the seed, um, yeah, away you can go. And you really need to know you, and that comes from actually really knowing your network really well and really knowing your group well, V. And um, I believe that's turned out to be over 800K a year you're able to give your group and thank you for closed business. Yeah, I think I'm just shy of 800,000 at the moment. Um, COVID has uh, sort of hurt my 1 million goal, but, um, you know, we're getting close. (laughs) Isn't that beautiful, though, that your goal is to actually give $1 million worth of business? 
and and the thing is is it, if I give that one million or if I give close to it, I know that the members in the chapter that you, you can see the um, you can see the change in their attitude and they're they're wanting to give back in return. So my 100 percent focus is on trying to generate business for other members in the chapter. And then that's it, it is truly giver's gain. Now, this is not just $1 million in a lifetime. This is $1 million per year, V. So this is significant uh, coming from one member of a chapter. Yeah, we, we've got whole chapters who, 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 you know, hit the $1 million mark, you know, with 30 of them. They think that's great. This yeah. is one person finding $1 million per year. And in a 50-member chapter, when you're providing five referrals per week well one with 50 members it's a lot easier to find referrals when there's more people and, and two there's more opportunity so um you know that sort of thing goes through so your chapter uh daniel how much do they usually turn over per year um i think at the for the last several years we've been teetering around the five six million dollar mark nice. um, i think nine of the last 10 years were the number one chapter in wa for close of business so um, mm. and it's it's our goal to continue that and that's really cool. And if, you know, for 50 members, if anyone says to me, you know, bigger chapters don't make money, well, there's sort of the proof in the pudding. And you'll find once you get up over that over that 40 mark, it tends to increase several, you know, several fold of the business you're doing. It just really ramps up. And, and that ramps up well with accountability, with keeping members accountable with the accountability in the chapter. Can I so, ask um, a question on that? Um, yeah. For Daniel, as a 50-person chapter, how do you maintain the chapter structure schedule in a timely way? How do you fit all of that in the hour and a half that we dedicate to that meeting to make sure it runs on time? Um, having been president recently, that is the hardest challenge that we face. Um, every member gets 30 seconds. Um if they go over the 30 seconds, they're starting to get in trouble. Um, every member, we, we, we don't, when we do the I have portion, we don't go into very much detail, um, but we still focus on the impactful part. So yeah. it's, it is a challenge. Um, we actually do two 10-minute presentations and we go, we, we actually do the full hour and a half. We, we used to start at 7.15, finish at 8.30. We actually start at 7 and finish 8.30 now. And we've, we've, tweaked a few things along the way to we've shortened the membership committee reports um, and just sort of made everything much more specific and much more targeted so that we can fit everything in in time. I think it's a good uh, it's good advice Brent isn't it for chapters that are trying to grow to set the groundwork early so that it's a, a nice efficient chapter. I've been to a lot of chapters and I know some of them are still doing the 60 second presentations, some are doing 45, some are doing 30, and I think you've really got to make sure that that's a well-oiled machine so that every time someone comes on, you're still being able to run a really efficient meeting. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, uh, and, you know, for, for a 50 million, uh, sorry, for a five, um, you know, chapter passing $5 million worth of uh, worth of business, it's, uh, the seat values there is $100,000 a year. Uh, so... If you turn around and said uh, to your chapters, and you may have a chapter that's doing an average of sixty thousand dollars per year, you know, how would you like to uh, make an extra forty grand a year, forty percent more out of B and I? Well, let's get inviting and, and fill this chapter. And yeah, you're going to have to cut back your presentations a little bit, but you're going to make more money. Which would you prefer? And, and I'll tell you what, 
I, I prefer to make 40% more income myself. Thank you. But you become more succinct too, as Daniel said, for that 60-second uh, presentation, it probably didn't even take that to get the impact to get all the 20 referrals in the room. So getting those presentations really succinct, specific, so that you know what you're asking for every week and making it super easy for people in the room to refer you. Yeah, absolutely. Less filler and uh, less filler and more more specific really works in those uh, in those states. Now, Daniel um, and for our um, for our listeners, we send a bit of a questionnaire so we know what to ask with our guests. So, <laughs> in, in in Daniel, uh, you put in your questionnaire that you got your greatest referral ever from a door prize. So, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because uh, because a lot of our members paid lip service to door prize. They think yeah. it's you know just just a stupid thing they have to do for the B and I. But there is there is method behind the madness here. So Daniel, can you tell us a bit about that? Absolutely. So the backstory is that I went to the signage company in our chapter and I said I want a pest van that is going to turn every head of every person that I drive past. So he came back with a a new theme and it was based off of the A team. So. We, we converted our van to be black with a red stripe, with metallic gray, um, and then SWAT A-Pest. We made the A really, really big um, in the same font as the A-Team, and we even painted our hubcaps red. So, and I kid you not, we have, I can drive down the road and there are people taking photos of our van. It is, it is that, it stands out everywhere we go, and it is fantastic. At the same time, Hollywood came out with a new A-Team movie. And when the DVD came out, I bought 40 DVDs and I was giving them out as kind of like a promo. Now, I had my 10-minute presentation. And usually when you do your 10-minute presentation, you're focused on what you're saying. And I was driving to B&I and I thought, oh, no, I forgot the door price. So I knew I had these DVDs in the back. So I, I actually, um, during my 10-minute presentation, I said, I've got an autographed copy of the, of the 18 DVD. Um, they didn't realize that it was actually me, the owner of Swatapest, that autographed it, but um, not, not the actors. And it just so happened that the real estate agent in the chapter won the door prize. Now, he comes home on a Friday night. His wife is looking at it like, why did you buy an 18 DVD? And he goes through and he explains the whole, the whole story, the whole everything about how the pest controller at our chapter um, you know, has this 18 theme. And, and they watch the movie. She goes into work on Monday morning. Now, she is the personal assistant of a center manager for a shopping center. Her boss says, I'm sick and tired of the pest controller. Find me a new pest controller. And she goes, you know what? My husband knows somebody who's really good. And he goes, get him in here. Um, amazing. That led to us looking after six shopping centers for six years. And every food tenant, every restaurant within the shopping center as well. You t- I've got over a thousand referrals from BNI that I received. You take all of those, combine them. That one referral was worth more than all the rest of them combined. Yeah. And the thing was, if I had given a bottle of wine or a book or anything else like that, he would never have actually talked to his wife about, hey, I'm, this pest controller, you know, the really peculiar, odd gift um, that made him actually talk about that. So I, I, I stand by my, uh, my, my, my thing with the MI accountants that it is a tax deduction. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what a great so, story. So they weren't expecting B.A. Baracus to, uh, to turn <laughs> up there. Uh, pity the fool that doesn't use the sweat of pest. <laughs> yes, we, 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 um, we, we've got all those different uh, tablets. <laughs> You've probably heard it that many times. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a really great lesson too in being creative. <laughs> 
be uh, funny. Try and get an other uh, If you want wow. to do out, you have to be willing to stand out. It's the only way that people are really going to see you in a crowd of like-minded businesses if you're willing to stand out. And if you're someone who's authentically funny, interesting, happy to be the centre of attention in a room and get the job done, why wouldn't you be magnifying that? And I, I love it, just putting some thought into door prizes yeah. and, and what they lead to. And that's, that, that is truly a, a fantastic story. And um, can, you know, can I add something I'm to that? I'm actually amazed, for sure. Can I add something to that? Yeah, go ahead, mate. Well, one of the, actually, it was about a month later. Um, I was having dinner with my wife one Friday night and said, well, how was your week? And she said, oh, well, actually, I got asked to find a new IT company for, for, the, uh, for the chambers that she works at for the 78 offices. And I said, well, I, oh, what about the IT guy at our BNI? He would have loved that. And she said, well, he's somebody that you know. He's not somebody that I know. So one of the things that we've done in our chapter is every single month we have a, a social function where everybody brings their partners. And now it's not just 50 people in the room that is part of our referral network. We now have 100 because now all the partners know all of us as well. And, and you, you'd be surprised as to how many referrals actually come from the partners of members of, in the chapter. Yeah. Oh, for sure. One of the, uh, one of the you know, some great um, referral stories have come from people's partners who knew the person they need to be connected to, but because of the person who was in B&I hadn't asked their partner or spoken to their partner about B&I or what they do, they completely missed that opportunity from it. Um, and even if they wanted them for their own business, not sharing those sorts of things, the, you know, the, the, uh, the stories are abundant there. And, and, you know, those social events are a great idea. And bring your partner along. Like, your, your partner can see that it's not a cult. Uh, we're a good group of people. We're doing business with each other, and that's what making connections and and um, and you'll find your partners become a really good referral source once they get to know the other people because they build the relationships with the other people in the group too. Especially when you're a lot of time with BNI people, and your kids are like, "Who's this? What's this BNI that you do, Mum? You're gone five times a week, and where are you?" And when they get to know, and we do kids um, social functions too, where we might do it at the local go kart track where people can bring their whole family. It's good. It's not. It's not this foreign thing that Mum does or Dad does. It's actually. It's mum's work. Yeah, just before we went into lockdown too, our region did a uh, did a family fun day, um, yeah, and uh, where you could bring your kids, and we had a picnic barbecue, and we got feedback from the uh, from the partners and the people with kids saying, "I can't go to a normal function because I've got the kids and, and and like I've got to look after my partner, but I can come to this and build relationships with people," and they they really appreciated that. So, yeah, if your chapter's not doing a you know sort of a monthly get together. You know, get it done it's, uh, and, and get back into it. And obviously now you're sort of coming out of lockdown, you're, you'll be able to do it a bit more. So um, this has been fantastic, Daniel. And we have a bit of a tradition on our podcast that we ask everyone for a success tip of their success tip in BNI. And, and what would you tell our listeners what your biggest success tip out of BNI would be for them? Okay. So it's, I suppose I would probably narrow it down to, um, you can spend a lot of time learning, but at some point you're going to have to actually start doing. It's not just a matter of learning and talking about it. It's a matter of actually doing it, getting stuck in there and giving it a go. So my, my tip would be to, to give it a go and actually do it. Actions speak louder than words. We love it. 
And where can people find you, Daniel? Uh, do you have a website you'd like to plug? Yep, sure. So it's swatapest, all one word, dot com dot au. Or they can email me at daniel at swatapest.com.au and I'm happy to have a chat with anyone anywhere in Australia or the world. And, and or if you're in trouble and no one you can no one can help you. <laughs> sorry for the A-team reference, sorry. Okay, thanks, Daniel. It's been fantastic and, uh, well, awesome story and uh, you're an absolute superstar over there in the West and I love the work you're doing and, and the tips you've given our, our listeners today. That's that's great. So uh, thank you very much for coming thank on. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Brent, that is my kind of guest. Well, how cool was that? Story. I love a great story. I love someone who's really passionate about um, having some fun and having relationships. I love that American accent too. It's just like, you know, if he was asking if you need something, you just say yes because it's such a great voice to listen to. As the, as the A-team would say, I'd love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> okay, that's enough with the A-team references. <laughs> <about that>, okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I might start bringing in some John Wick. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Now, I just wanted to back up a little bit on what Daniel said at the very beginning. He came to a BNI meeting years before he joined. And I think that this is something, and you know that I'm passionate about visitors. Visitors bring value. Some members get caught up in having, having to invite a visitor that must or can join. Yes, we need to grow chapters, but sometimes, and we hear a lot of stories, Visitors bring so many wonderful referrals and then sometimes they even come back and become members later on when they're in the right time, in the right place and the right business. Oh, I was at a meeting this morning and we had a person who came to B&I years ago and it was, then wasn't the right time and now is. And, they've, you know, they've looked us up again. So, you know, people do come back and uh, people uh, get involved when it's their time. And even if they don't, get involved and they have a positive experience, they get to share that positivity around the people they meet. Oh, what did you do this morning? I went to this uh, B&I meeting. What's that about? Oh, there's a group of businesses who get who get together and they find business for each other. Oh, you know, and that, oh, how do I find out a bit more about this? It brings it up in a conversation. It's good PR for us out there. Yeah, well, I've had a number of referrals that I've brought to my chapter from people who've never been to a meeting but know that I'm part of it or who had come to one meeting as a visitor for me and have said, I need a plumber. Can you give me the number of the guy in your B&I? Yeah. Because the experience they had was this bunch of professionals who they knew that I trusted, therefore that was enough. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Personal recommendation trumps yeah. everything. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, please, all the chapters that uh, are listening, invite visitors and make it easy for your members to invite visitors uh, because visitors bring a lot of value into the room. Now, uh, not a um, an official question, but just on what Daniel was saying, what what's your suggestion on door prizes now that we're doing meetings on Zoom? Um, you can still the postal service is still working, so uh, <laughs> and you can do online vouchers. Uh, you can do online vouchers with members of your chapter as well. You may be able to offer your members of your chapter services also. Uh, you may be able to post something in the post to them. A lot of chapters who went online actually stopped doing door prizes, but still do it because it's a referral reward prize where people get 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 um, rewarded for bringing a guest or a visitor along. So uh, keep on doing it. Uh, you know, I noticed this morning the meeting I was in they, they they're organising to get their door prize over to the person who won it. So it's still yeah. it can still happen. I miss it in my chapter. I used to love um, sitting there, crossing my fingers, hoping to win the bottle of wine. <laughs> it was coming if it was a red, I was definitely in the mix. So 
Yeah, yeah let's start door prizes again. Well, that's uh, not for everyone, but um, yeah, I have to admit, I'm, yeah, I'm against alcohol as a door prize, but I don't mind when I win it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you can drink it, but never at a meeting. That's right. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, all right, so your tip for the week. Um, my tip for the week is, have you ever heard the saying, if it's to be, it's up to me? Yes, I have. Okay, so our chapters, as we probably hit on today, are not always perfect. Um, yeah, far from it. So I like to say, if something's not to your liking in your chapter, what are you going to do about it? Instead of complaining to people about it, lead by example, do the right thing, uh, serve on the leadership team so you have a say and you have a, a, a talk in the direction of your chapter and drive the change within. And I'd like to leave you with a with a really good saying. Is good te- in good teams, coaches hold players accountable. In great teams, players hold players accountable. Yeah. And it goes the same with B&I groups. And if you've got each other holding accountable within, your chapter is going to be really effective and make a great return on investment. And, and empower each individual member to make the change that they want to see for the greater chapter. Yeah, and if you follow your favourite sports team, the most successful sports teams, they haven't just got one coach. The players are on-field coaches as well. And I, you know, I used to coach football teams and the like and AFL. And, uh, you know, when you've got the players actually out there supporting your message and, and, and coaching the players on the field when they're out in the, in the heat of the battle, you're going to be more effective than just, just the one voice. For the great words from Brent today, the 10 most powerful two-letter words, if it is to be, it it's up is to, up me. to me. Absolutely. Fantastic. All right, another great uh, podcast, episode 25. Thank you, Steve, our producer, making sure everything running smoothly on Zoom. And Thank you, Steve. Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. All right, everyone, please share our podcast and we'll see you the same time next week. Bye.